0: Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Appreciate your time, man. Today, it's all about steering, brakes, suspension, y'all. This is the guts. This is the goods, man. When you're taking an old hot rod and you want to drive the damn thing, last thing you need is to get drugged by every Tom, Dick, and Harry and I'm in a car post-2000. It sucks, so we're here to help.
1: Yeah. And there ain't no reason for it because there is so much support out there, right? Things that you can just bolt right on and make you faster, quicker and have a hell of a lot more fun out there on the road and rip up that guy next to you in the other lane. So we're always looking for what's the hottest, the greatest thing. And of course, we're all under some kind of, you know, budgetary constraints. So we're looking for, you know, everything from the high end down to, you know, how do I get myself you know, some really great kind of price points uh, for some hardware. And we've got uh, a company that, uh, you know, it's been around for 18 years and they are stock full of all the things you need to make your old muscle car, your old ride, you know, rip up those streets, burn some rubber and, and put the hurtin', put the hurting on the man in the other lane.
0: Hey, so it's funny, man. I, I don't want to steal any of Joe Exotic's thunder because that's what he has—is pure thunder. But in the words of Joe Exotic, I will never financially recover from this. That's me every time I get another hot rod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right, like, damn man. it. So, dude, ask ask me how I found these guys. This is kind of this is kind of interesting. I Willie Willie, yo yo, yes yeah, me, yes that's me. Where, where'd you find these guys? So there I am dancing online looking for call I mean no that wasn't it um so I'm online looking for car parts and um you know I normally go you know I've known John Hotskiss for a number of years uh search around in his camp for a little bit uh and I'm looking I couldn't find a couple parts a couple complete kits for this flat fin 1960 Bel Air that I you know I snatched up at this estate sale for really cheap so here's my build on the outside this car had a restoration done to it probably back in the mid 70s early 80s something like that like it's this got the kind of ugly duckling patina where he hung a piece of a quarter panel and it's just just right enough where it looks okay from 20 feet but as you walk up on the car you see some bubbles see a wave or two and i'm looking at the car but the car itself is gorgeous. Doors shut, fantastic. There's no real rust in it. A couple little rust spots here and there. And I'm like, wow, I just like that patina, because you could beat on that car and 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 it and it survived without feeling like, you know, I've got a great looking 70 Dodge charger. You've seen the Titan. Like, I can't drive it anywhere because it's so nice. And then I started thinking about what I was going to do. And I had a big 565 big block. I got a Trimix six speed. And I started looking around, you know what, instead of building another quarter mile car, how about I build a family cruiser, right, that me and the wife and the two kids I could put in the back, I could strap in, have a big nasty motor, throw a little nitrous to it for a little fun on weekends, do a six-speed so I'm not running out of car and gear, throw a suspension and brakes underneath it so it handles and hangs, and we get an oh wow factor like I like to drive. And it'd still be rough enough where it throws people off. So... The outside of the car is still that white that it was when I found it in the field. I did the underneath of the car pristine. I powder-coated the frame. I got new brake lines, new fuel lines. Doing all new wiring in the car, like underneath the car, is is golden, man. It's perfect. But when you look at the car just aesthetically across the street from you, you're going to think it's a little, well, it's a little ruckus. It's a little beat up. It's a little makes a lot of noise and doesn't do anything. But when you put the car to the test, it's going to hammer, man. It's going to be a straight convict. It's going to be a felon. <laughs> Dude,
1: let me tell you, my recipe for an awesome ride is, is pretty much exactly that. It doesn't matter what body, what, what model year you pick. Something that's got some age and patina on it, so you don't care. You just go drive it, right? When you start getting into, you know, paintwork, man, you're into the, the tens of thousands real quick and then all of a sudden it changes how you go out and use the thing right now you've got 10 20 $30, 000 just into paint and you're thinking "Well, i don't want to go stop at the grocery store and get another door right? ding i don't <laughs> want to be in this big crowded you know car show where people are walking around and you know scratching things up get yourself something that just looks good enough then put all the goodies up underneath of it and go rage out there and have a good yeah. time man i'm telling you You look at those guys that have a ride that ain't perfect, they're having a lot more fun than you. You know, like with your fancy little car, all buffed up, waiting for a car (laughs) show to sit next to, you know, like ain't nothing wrong with that because I've got one of those, Right. you know, but I'm telling you the freedom to go take something out and uh, just have fun with it and the goodies that you can put up underneath of it, ah, step on that throttle pedal, you know, smoke some
0: tire, smoke the
1: guy, you know, trying to yeah, get one up on you,
0: and you, hey, and and you go, and you gotta love it because it's got a man pedal, it's got oh, a clutch yeah. in it. So you know, it's a five sixty five. I did the manic clutch, so you know that's good stuff. Upgraded the brakes all the way around it. There's some really nice suspension, really nice shocks and coilovers, um, and tightened up the gear ratio on it. Gonna do sticky tires. I've got AC in it, um, so you know it's gonna be just a a really cool get down and cruise type car. But it's gonna be a lot nastier around turns curves braking accelerating than what people traditionally give that car you know as far as respect goes you never think you would see a 60 bel air whipping around a road course but that one's definitely going to be on one so i literally found this company performance online and the more i dealt with the more i was like you know what people need to know about this company so we're going to tell you about it after a quick break when we come back on the two guys garage podcast i like the way you think bird that's the way you build them so you can drive them i like that amen (laughs) all right we're back in just a minute it's the two guys garage podcast he is kevin bird i am willie b appreciate your time y'all so check this out where do you go to find parts that really truly upgrade how you feel in your car because in the end drivability man let me just
1: throw out let me just throw out some names let me throw out some names and see if that hooks you in a little bit right the bilstein shocks the Willwood brakes, right? Yes. The five-tech fuel injection systems, right? LS conversion kits, the vintage air, nice. you know, the Doug's headers, you name it. These guys have all the goodies lined up ready for your ride, man. It's killer. And they got so many kits, right? Complete kits to do your brake upgrades, do your suspension upgrades, to do your steering upgrades. And even start getting into some of the, you know, fuel injection, fuel tanks, fuel system stuff, everything you think about when you want to go take some old ride that's 50, 60 years old, right? And bring it up to, you know, tip-top
0: performance shape. Yeah, man. So I'm online. I found this company, Performance Online. It makes sense. Go check it out. PerformanceOnline.com. Uh, and I started talking to some of these guys, and they put me in touch with Larry. Now, Larry is the marketing guy. Jim is the owner. I brought these guys in my radio show. We had a blast with them. We actually got to Raz Larry a little bit because he's such a Ford fan. And then next time I talk to him, he's converted Jim into being a Ford fan, too. What's this world Yes. Coming to? Oh. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, man. So uh, we're just talking right before we started here. Larry, what did you just put a down payment on last night? the new bronco oh yes sir the new bronco baby oh man that thing looks awesome you know i, I work at ford but I, I had you know in my r d area is was, was outside of bronco space so you know i kind of went into this thing blind just like everybody else and got online last night and started looking at all the the ins and outs of that bronco dude that thing looks so badass
0: Larry, what version? What version did you uh, did you put your money on? Oh
2: man, it was a different name. It was the second from the top one, the one that made sure it has thirty fives on it and all that. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember the name.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I was just telling him about. Um, oh God, I see, I forgot too. Maybe have a brain near aneurysm. Uh, <laughs> I don't lost it because it's Ford. I try to eject all that out of my mind as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> it ain't going
1: anywhere. It's in there.
0: <laughs> Yeah, man. It's going to eat
1: at you. It's, uh, it's going to come out in your you, dreams at it, night. It, it,
0: it was impressive, Larry. It was. It, how much did you have to put out? A hundred bucks? Oh, A yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad deal, man. And when is the delivery date? So they're saying that they're going to come out in April. So
2: I guess what's going to happen is, is that whoever put the deposit in will get to custom order their Bronco. Their, uh, I think it's in uh, late December, early January. So I'll be one of the first ones because I put my deposit in. <laughs>
1: Nice. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, I think I think I'm a customer. I think another year or two we'll uh, ditch one of our rides here and and upgrade it to one of those new Broncos. So, are you thinking uh, two door, four door? What's your style? Four door. Four
2: door. Yeah, four door because I'm I'm trading well, trading or selling my Rubicon in and stuff, and it's
1: a four door. Like, you
0: know, yeah, savage, savage. It's gonna be a lot of
1: good used uh, Jeeps out there coming up next year.
0: Man, ow, Larry! <laughs> Woo. All right, so oh.
1: so Willie said you converted Jim over. What what uh Jim? What are you what are you
0: in now? Uh, he got me in a Ford Raptor. Good Ford God, Raptor. Larry! Somebody's got to go up there and stop Larry, y'all. The <laughs>
1: truck on the planet, <laughs> the Ford
2: Raptor.
3: It's hard because that Raptor got, you got four hundred and fifty horsepower out of the gate. I think what five hundred foot pounds of yeah. torque. It's got the uh, you know the economy mode, sport mode, so it's 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 a nice truck. Camera system's amazing on it. It I've always owned GM and and I still love GM. Trust me, uh, but it's probably the best truck I've ever had. Really, considering you can't knock
1: a Raptor, man. That's a top dog right there. You did good, Jim. <laughs> yeah. You did good, man. <laughs> That's the, the guy you shock. need running your company right there. Yep. <laughs> He makes good decisions. <laughs> my God. <laughs> He's a
0: leader in the pack. Oh, yeah. you guys just stop! You're killing me. Killing me small. All right. Well, let's talk about performance online. Jim, <laughs> how did you start performance online? Um, t- tell me a little bit about what c- sort of came to be, because when I stumbled upon you guys, you had some offerings that I was really, honest to God, man, I'll hand it to you. I told you this on my radio show. I, I couldn't find uh, readily available, easy, or, and at a price point, you know, let's be honest. There's Detroit Speed guys of the world that you know don't mind writing a ten, fifteen thousand dollar check for a piece. You know, but there's guys that want to go out and you know rev their engine and have some fun and get a little yeehaw out of their their rides on corners and road courses. Uh, you know, that want to do it at a price point that's two thousand dollars. And you guys are really you're knocking it out of the park. The parts that I got were were nice the welds look great they're robust they're thick um i didn't get out and put a micrometer on it but um it, it, they look fantastic i haven't got them on the car yet but i had no qualms in uh in telling you guys you had some great components pieces and the price point i thought was real affordable for a lot of people and that's key well
3: we live in small houses over here that's why we're able to offer them so cheap <laughs> but uh yeah no, 18, you know, eighteen twenty years ago, you know people I've been in this industry a long time, so it's uh j c over here and Larry, probably what early nineties guys mm-hmm. and um, that, you know the internet started coming out and and nobody was really addressing things much in the nineties. I mean it was it was just ancient, so um, I actually went to work at a real estate company. And they were just full-on, let's do an online thing. And I'm like, oh, that online thing is kind of cool, you know. So I thought if we could incorporate, you know, knowledge and have good tech and with the Internet, we could really uh, turn it into something uh, super cool. And if we could, you know, give as much USA-made product at a fair price, um, I think we might be on to something. So that's what we just set out to do.
0: Now was it always car centric? Was it always automotive centric for you? Did you always want to bring that to the table for the for the car guys or was that just like an avenue you saw an opening in? Uh, no,
3: I was always it was I was either going to be a rock star or or in the car. So it was one or the other day one. So <laughs> um, uh, the car thing came a little bit easier than than being a rock star. <laughs>
0: so Is <You're> right?
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, no it was all always automotive based, always, always good. Was going to be a performance, you know, my background, my family's background was always suspension and brakes. So it just, it just happened that way. My, as I told you on your radio show, my dad was an old stock car guy driving NASCAR way back in the day. And, and um, you know, just kind of grew up with it in my blood. So uh, since the rockstar thing didn't work out, um, you know, made to switch over to the car thing.
0: Well, you know, you look at all these, you know, all these suspension parts, all the faves, you know, I'm looking online right now, 49 54 Chevy Belairs. Um you got the Corvettes, you got uh just kind of rolling through your SKU's, you got Belairs, Fleetlines, Corvettes, uh the the of course the I love the 55, 6 and 7s, the shoeboxes, the tri are probably some of the coolest cars ever created. I own one of those and um I'm actually going to sell my 56 but I, I absolutely love those cars, some old Chevy Impalas. Uh, you got the '58 through '64 years. Uh, you slide on in the Chevy Novas, the '62 through '79. So you guys really throwing cool suspensions under all these Camaros from '67 up through '92. Mustangs, gotta love it. You got Mopars, you got trucks. Like you guys have really started diving in and and you know tackling all things hot rod, street rod, rat rod that you would want. Muscle car included, old pickup trucks. So you guys got a love for you know, all things cool, I think. Oh yeah, yep.
3: We're into just about everything over here with four wheels on it. We've got old dirt bikes and everything else too. If you need parts for that, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> now your kind of core, for all those vehicles that we kind of mentioned, uh, your, your big core is getting the, the chassis bits, right? So a good brake system under there, disc brakes, power brakes uh, suspensions, good steering, and kind of that's your, your mainstay, right? And then you've got some, you know, additional areas where you guys are really kind of floating in, uh, you know, whether it's your cooling and radiators, uh, you know, talk about fuel injection systems and, you know, stainless fuel tanks, etc. Uh, so you guys really have the core bits to take any ride, uh, and just turn it up like three, four, five clicks, you know, just, yep. just get it up there and start getting into that, you know, more modern area, that pro touring kind of thing, to uh, where you can go out there and, and hot rod, you can start hitting some tracks, you can really start having some fun with your ride.
2: Yeah, that's what we're shooting for and stuff. So I mean, we were, when we we're talking on the radio show too, we were talking about you know kind of what's going on out there right now and and uh, we've had tremendous success in the last few months. It's incredible how many people are 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 actually building their cars right now and stuff and. In fact, it's done it so much that we're actually moving this week. We're, we're moving three blocks down the road into a new uh, 58,000 square foot facility. Wow. Stuff, so we're pretty excited about that. So literally Thursday night, we're going to pack up all our stuff and go. <laughs> so, so we're pretty stoked on that.
0: Hey, and that's a good thing. You got time at home, people working from home. You got time to turn a wrench on your car. And really, when you go here, a lot of people start their restoration. You know, and Kevin, we've seen this a number of times, right? Where people bring cars where they get too kind of involved with it and then they just kind of walk away from it. Well, here's a way where you could tackle small, reachable goals. We always hear that, right? It's about reachable goals. And what are the best and most I want to say big, impactful, paradigm-type shifts you're going to do in your car is getting a good upgraded suspension under it. Like two-meter control arms, longer ball joints, a good pair of shocks, you know, with a little damning underneath there, sway bars, and all of a sudden, your old, slushy, soggy-type ride turns into something that, wow, man, it really, for the fun factor, it really brings it up on par with Some of today's, you know, sports cars, like performance-based cars. When you feel your old muscle car doing that type maneuvering, man, it puts a big smile on your face.
1: Yeah. And, you know, once you've kind of got that start point, uh, you know, really you want to start getting into some brakes because obviously you want to play with the power in on the other side, but you want to get the brakes and the safety, the confidence up in there. And you take some of these older drums or older disc setups, right? Non-boosted. Uh, they got tons of kits in there that have everything you need, you know, from the booster, the portioning valve, you know, all the bracketry, the calipers, the rotors, you name it. Uh, so you put suspension and brakes together and now you got yourself right. The beginnings of a go-kart, you know, you can go, the, the world is your oyster from there. You know, you can just kind of go up, but that's this probably the greatest start point. And, you know, while you're thinking of your suspension, you know, really kind of chew on how you want to do steering because they, they kind of go hand in hand, you know, like how that feel is in, in your, your steering wheel, right? Uh, the efforts that go into it, how, you know, the response, the feel, the road. Uh, so getting that steering suspension and brakes is probably, like you said, one of the biggest dynamic changes. And then you can mess around with adding headers and exhaust or a bigger cam, or you want to start getting into the, you know, LS swaps, coyote swaps, et cetera you know, the kind of the the bigger, heavier, more intensive uh, type things, Um, or, you know, take the motor you got in there and just, like I said, do some intake cam, maybe a set of heads.
0: Throw some nitrous on that bitch, man! Throw some sauce. Now you're on getting it. serious, <laughs> man. I thought we were.
1: I thought we were tiptoeing, right? I thought we were tiptoeing here. Going, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nitrous, well, that's right.
0: tiptoeing. You too. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Kevin, I, we, we got to take a break now. And, and Larry and, and Kevin, you guys both be good to ask uh, Larry in yours in your side of the coin. Um, where have you seen the biggest sort of momentum shift go to in the last number of years? Uh, and Kevin, on your end, working in the atmosphere that you do, being one of those guys at Ford, um, what are some of the biggest impactful things that people can change up on their car? And what's most important is it the the fact that it's not stamp steel and doesn't have that flex in it? Tubular control arms. Is it you know um, polyurethane versus rubber compared to the old days? You know, or even you know different. We've seen different type. Um, dampening material and a lot of uh, bushings and bearing stuff. Now, what, what is it in your in the architect part of it that you've seen really make big shifts in how people drove their rides over the last, you know, five to ten plus years? So we got a quick break. We'll come back. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. You guys, Garage Podcast, he is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, and man, today it's all about our friends from Performance Online. We'll bring those guys back into the fold here in just a second. But now we gotta tell you about Hot Shot Secret. Have you have you guys heard about this crazy stuff called FR3? My man Bird knows all about it. You went to a science class or something. You and Chris were getting crazy the last shoot, man.
1: Yeah, Chris is our man from Hot Shot Secret. And this guy, he is what'd you say, Einstein of additives? right yes he goes out and specifically finds you know problems out there in the world you know based on some kind of lubrication issue right stuck injectors you know wear problems friction etc and he puts together very very specific formulations to solve those problems and FR3 is one of them friction reducer and this thing is pretty awesome because if you think about the trends today everything is about downsizing engines but increasing the power density right? All these turbo motors, there's less cylinders. They're making more and more power and torque than ever. And you think about it from an oil standpoint, maybe you're going to put some higher viscosity oil in, but the OEs are recommending going thinner and thinner and thinner. So your oil films are super thin, right? You're right yeah. on the edge. And so you put something like FR3 in and all of a sudden you've got you know, higher shear stability, uh, improved oxidation stability, thicker film strength, Right, higher film strength. So a lot better as far as a wear and a friction, which kind of goes right in when you can reduce the friction, a lot less, uh, you know, wear on wear and tear on your items, but improve fuel economy, improve performance, and a great way to take care of your ride, man.
0: And the best part is it's an additive. So it increases the lubricating and wear reduction properties of the host oil. Um, and I'm telling you, this guy, once you start talking to him, Man, he could—he can give you things where you would never change your oil again. The guy is fascinating. Um, where do people find this stuff online? Yeah, Hot Shots Secret. Uh, check them out. They've got so
1: many great products in there. And uh, check out some of our podcasts with Chris from Hot Shots Secrets on it. Man, this guy is unbelievable wealth of knowledge. Uh, I've learned so much uh, every time I talk with this guy. So. Uh, Check them out and check out some of their products.
0: Yeah, hotshotsecret.com. That's their official website. And, man, they are, Tony, when you see some of this and what this product does, amazing. Um, Let's get our boys back on. So, Larry, Jim, Larry, first, congratulations on your Bronco. I'm a little mad at you. Um, I'm not sure if I want to talk to you anymore. Uh, But now, uh, tell me, you know, about what you're seeing. and, And, Bert, maybe you'd be a good one to pivot off of in, in the world of Ford, where you work at, what has, you know, what have you seen over the last number of years that have been a, a big shift and momentum towards how cars handle, how cars feel? Uh, is it things like drive-by wire? Is it certain dampening uh, of, you know, some of the, the shock damping that's going on now in valving? What would you say is one of the bigger shifts that, that you've witnessed? Well,
1: I think at Ford, you know, I'm on the powertrain side, but I got a lot of friends in vehicle dynamics, suspension, etc. And I think Ford has always had a heavy emphasis on on the vehicle dynamics side. Like, if you get into any one of their vehicles, they really drive better, in, in my opinion. And I think most experts, they drive better, they feel better, they respond better uh, for the same trim level of vehicle to some of the competitors. And it's just about focus. Um, you know, a lot of, let, let's say you get into a, whatever, a Honda, a Toyota. You're not thinking about the, the driving experience. You're just thinking about, you know, you know this car is uh, it's a super efficient. It's going to last forever. Vanilla, you know? Uh, but it's about getting the right geometry in your suspension, picking the right, uh, you know, the right setup with the right componentry and then doing a ton, a ton of development. And it's all about continually changing, you know, shock, shock damping, uh, the the different bushings, the different durometers, and finding the right spot that, you know, still meets requirements for, let's say, harshness, right? The, the overall ride, you know, how it's going to handle cracks in the roads, et cetera, you know, going over train tracks. It's not, you know, totally destroying you in the car, but still having the response and the feedback and the steering quality. Um, and I think, you know, we'll lean over here to our Performance Online friends you know, maybe their direction, right? You're starting with something so old and horrible,
0: you know, like... That feedback from an old muscle car with stamped control arms and tired ball joints going to something you're going to find at Performance Online, Larry, that has got to be one of the biggest like happier moments that you guys ever get because knowing what your kits do and maybe you should break down the kits cause you have them in different, you know, style. You have complete kits, uh, some stage one, stage two, three kits. Um, but what have you seen over the last number of years that has really just been a huge groundswell, uh, for the car enthusiasts? Is it the shift to a pro touring is, is it availability of all the support? What do you think it is?
2: So I'm going to say that when I, when I got into this in the early 90s, it was all about just how you looked in the car. So lowering it, getting rid of that wheel, wheel gap, you know, without cruising and stuff, you didn't care how the car handled, it just mattered how it looked. Well, those things are kind of over now. People are using these cars, they're they're going to autocrosses, they're, they're taking them to track events, they're, they're doing their own events, whatever they can come up with, cruises, that kind of stuff. And uh, they're demanding these cars, they want them to handle. Like their modern cars do and i think that's where we're kind of coming in now and with these different stages that we offer you know we, we have different levels for depending on what level you're at you know you could be a beginner right. and you really don't know what you're doing so you're out there you're trying to figure out the car and stuff you start with a, you know a simple you know lowering kit and then you realize oh well i want more i want to be able to take these corners faster and that and, and those kind of things and that's where the different stages start coming into play I mean, pro touring, of course, is 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 it right now. That is what everybody is building. Um, the crazy part about it is, is it also kind of been a shift of vehicles. Um, so not only is it like you know, I'm going to say it first, Mustang, Camaro, Chevelle, that kind of stuff. People are building those type of cars. Now they're going after the trucks. So like our biggest players right now is the C10s. So 67 to 72s, and then you got the square bodies. Those things are just going crazy what's crazy about it is is that the size of those trucks are pretty much the same size as like a mustang or a camaro or whatever so when you set up a suspension and a lightweight of it it actually it does very well
0: so larry i just picked up a 1979 square body man and i uh Absolutely love it. This thing has been sitting down the road from me for a decade. I finally went and knocked on this guy's door. asked him, what are you going to do with that truck? And he's like, I'd like to sell it. So I scooped it up for 3500 bucks. There's not an ounce of rust in it. Oh, Still man. has original seats, door panels. He tore the dash out of it because he had a wiring problem and he killed it. So I'm going to restore that truck and I'm going to bring it back to life. But you're right. Those things... Man, they're starting to just skyrocket in value and just, uh, demand. people want them. People love them. They can't get enough of them. And
2: the nice part about the trucks is, is for some reason, trucks were never thrown away. They were parked out in the field. They were set aside on the the barn or whatever, but they sat right there. So (laughs) there's so many of them out there. This is actually a great market for us because of how many are still out and and, and able to be able to be purchased.
1: Yeah, you make a good point because when, when your car runs out of sexy you kind of get rid of it. But when your truck runs out of sexy, you can still park it in the yard and you can still go get mulch. You can still go put a, you know, crate motor in the back. You can still go do something with your truck. It's still got value and, and,
0: you know, things that it can do even when it's lost. Bird, I I have to interject here. I have to disagree. Mopar's Mm. never lose their. You can't lose what you never had. It's it's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... You know, you, you see these getting used and getting, you know, restored and brought back to life. Uh, and you're right, man. People are loving these trucks, loving the the C-10s have always been big, in my opinion. Um, what else have you seen as far as, you know, what seems to be popular for you guys? What seems to be one of the big ticket items? JC, you know, you're you running the whole shop. What What is big on your end that you see people kind of converting over to?
4: We're, we're, uh, we introduced a blackout kit not too long ago where everything's black. The rotors are black, calipers, brackets on those wheel kits, and that is just taking off on us. Boosters, complete packages. It's uh, it's unique. Nobody else is doing it.
0: Oh, that's and, a good uh, spin on yeah. It. It. Yeah, it's kind of cool, man. Yeah, yeah I'm so, checking them out you know, right people now. People looking for something different because it's kind of tough to,
4: you know, it's easy to duplicate what somebody else is doing because it's the same out there. So coming up with new stuff is right. uh, it's very popular right now. You know, plus our coilover conversion.
0: Yeah, Bird tries to dress like me all the time, <laughs> and it never works out for him. Um, well, what about, what about these stages that people can get? Because I remember when I ordered mine for the Bel Air, I went straight to the, you know, I went to what's the baddest kid I can get, you know, because you guys have an affordable price, but you could, as you said, kind of grow into it. But if you want to go all out, you know, throw a couple grand at it and really up your performance, man, you could do that too. Then they come Fully equipped, everything you need.
4: Right, right. I mean, if you want to go to the top of the line, we've got now uh, tubular control arm kits with coilovers for all vehicles, except for the Mustangs uh, <laughs> and the Mopars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, the coilovers is <laughs> the way to go. We do coilover four-bar kits for the trucks. Uh, we got a new power line coming out shortly for all the four-bar kits out back on those things. Uh, it's, it's, you know, coilovers are where it's at. Uh, for
1: the C10s now as well. Well, it's such a huge enabler. I mean, when, years ago, it would be you could get upgraded bushings, right? You take all the same crap you had, and maybe you had to put some stiffer bushings in and some stiffer springs, maybe change your shock. Uh, but now, you guys, complete tubular arms, much stiffer, um, right? You could probably change some of the geometry, improve on some of the bits. You know, when you got your coil over there, you can change ride heights. You know, now you've got a complete system to bolt on. And, you know, for anybody who hasn't taken the plunge, uh, to really go in there and and gut your suspension system and put a whole new feel and ride and everything in there is really uh, an attainable job, like for the basic DIY guy. You don't need a lot of specialty tools. And it's actually easier to replace everything than it is to go change all the bushings and end up not much different when you start it, you know?
4: Right. That's the key word you said right there. It's all bolt-on. Uh, with the exception of the C10s, which take a little bit more uh, work to install the coilovers because of uh, the way they're set up originally, but everything else, all the all the cars, the Camaros, the Chevelles, the Novas, all those, they're all direct bolt-on kits. There's no special tools required. There's nothing. You just you unbolt the old stuff, you bolt the new stuff on, you're driving in the
0: weekend. Yeah, man. And, Kevin, you, how many times have we seen in our shop on the show where people bring in a car and they only want, like, a, a ball joint done? But, you know, you're doing, you know, something on this old car, and you see everything, every other component wore out. And here's a great way just to upgrade everything at an affordable price. And it is so night and day difference, man. It is unbelievable how your car performs, feels, how it handles, how you get that feedback that Kevin was talking about. Man, it is so night and day when you upgrade your suspension on the car, when you go to tubular control arms, you know, ball joints, right bushing, sway bars. All of a sudden, that big girl is not so big anymore. Yeah. And you know, when you got the
1: suspension off and the wheel off, you're right there. You might as well throw the brake kit on there. Fact! (laughs) You know? You know, you took it off, it might as well put the right one back on there. I'm, I'm staring at a killer front, whole front suspension, tubular ARMs, coil over, the whole bit for a grand. Yeah. Right? So I'm talking for a about. 64 to 67 Chevelle. Right? A grand, you could be out there sporting a whole new front end, you know?
0: And allow me, please, to educate folks that might be listening today on how to get the wife to accept this. Okay, you ready? Larry, Jim, JC, everybody ready? I'm ready. All right, honey, now the truck won't start unless we get new control arms for it. There you go. See, that's how you do it. (laughs) So there you go, man. Um, A little little maneuvering like that, uh, it's just where you put the emphasis, uh, can really help you upgrade your old hot rod. That car that's 35, 40 years old, but you don't want to get rid of it because it's cool.
4: Yeah. Yeah, making a driver. It's easy. It's cheap. You know, there's no uh, there's no reason not to. Safety comes first, anyhow. You don't want to be out there with your family relying on an old pair of drum brakes. You know, where's that going to get you? Doesn't...
0: Yeah, that's another good one. That's how I upgrade the brakes. That's, see, whoever that is, that sounds like JC. Yeah. That's how you get the brakes upgraded. It's, honey, I'm doing this for the safety factor because we got to upgrade the disc brakes. That's, you know, 50 year old technology. We can't deal with that. That's just dangerous. Right.
1: Yeah. And most people that haven't been around, (laughs) you know, these old cars in so long, they have the nostalgia. They have all the memories. They want to get in it. You know, one of their buddies is in it. They want to join the club, go to a car show. And, uh, you know, you get into one of these old cars and you kind of have this realization like, wow, this is an old car piece you of crap <laughs> like it doesn't have the you get yeah dude you get an old car that hasn't been restored in any any sort of major fashion and uh it can be a huge letdown if your expectations aren't, aren't set right uh but i'm telling you you take that plunge and you go in and you upgrade some of these key areas like we've been talking about today and it is that dream that you had in your head it does align and you are out there having a ripping good time and, and you can do it on some on some good budget you know, you don't have to go out there and drop a hundred grand on a pro touring car to go out there and have a hell of a lot of fun. Right.
0: Yeah, I always say it, man. I always say it's it's a lot more fun to drive, you know, a slow car fast than it is a fast car slow. Well, when you get these, these upgrades, that drivability factor, that fun factor, all of a sudden skyrockets. And I don't care what the power plant is. You were hucking it, man. You're going for it. You got your tongue hanging out. You're cursing. You're trying to shave off a thousandth here, a tenth there, whatever it is. But this is a way to get out and really just increase the smiles per miles factor and uh, put a different feel in that old beater of yours. Yeah, once we get
3: in the new facility, we're going to open up the R&D department. We're ordering a new uh, CNC plasma machine for a lot of bracketry and some stuff like that. And uh, we'll, we'll really be able to start to produce... A little quicker that's that's kind of one of the driving forces behind us uh moving to this bigger facility is is where we're at now we just we just don't have the room to do what we want to do properly and uh this new this new spot's going to really really expand quickly so uh if you've ever been around me and larry and jc we're like we want to get it done now we i don't even want to go home tonight until we figure out now we've talked about it we're going to be Probably down after work saying, "How are we going to get that hydro boost done before SEMA? Because we want these guys to have that, you know." <laughs> so nice. We'll, we're just always pushing hard. So.
0: Well, where do people find you guys? Uh, for me, again, I was searching you guys on the web. Popped up P O L Inc. Man, performanceonline.com. dot uh, com. Where are you guys at, social media wise? Uh,
2: performance on Performance Online. Yeah, for Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Okay YouTube.
0: Yeah It sounds yep. good man We will um, Hey we look forward to seeing what's next uh, We look forward to uh, To having you guys um, I'm telling you man Just fill every par- car out there With some upgraded suspension parts That you can It puts these cars back on the road And I love seeing them more than anything I'm always thumbs up Even if it is a Ford I'm still giving them <laughs> a thumbs up Just cause It's cool to see these old cars back in action
4: Right on Cool man yeah.
1: Guys, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it, and uh, it's always great to find uh, just the go-to places to find the gear that we want to keep our rides you know, tip-top to get all the upgrades. Go fast and have some fun.
0: Amen. So, there you go. Hey, don't forget about our TV show, Eric Weekend's on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episode's also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Uh, Thanks to our guest, Larry Ashley. He is the marketing guy for Performance Online, Jim Chaddick. He's the guy that owns the place, so Way to go, Jim, staying in it, and uh, definitely a racer. My man, JC, thanks to Kevin, our producer, Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our
1: website, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us on social. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. And the Two Guys Garage podcast is copyright 2020, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved.
0: There you go, man. Dude, Kevin, I swear, upgrading suspension, I think... Aside from the transmission, aside from getting a gear vendor's unit or something like that, the biggest impact you can make on your old school car uh, is putting these type of suspension upgrades on it. And it's doable. Everybody can do it. Uh, you could watch our show and get enough head start on how to pull the trigger on something like this. And these guys offer it at an affordable, good price. It's a great quality product.
1: No, that is the start point. Get your suspension, yeah. get some brakes, get a little steering under there. And it doesn't matter what else you got. It doesn't matter if the thing's rotted or anything else. You're out there having fun, right? It doesn't matter if you're low on power. You have a platform to go have a blast. And from there, whew, sky's the ceiling, man.
0: That's right, man. It's a way to get my Hemi and my foot, my footprint gas pedals uh, installed in the car. I'll be really going fast then. <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Uh, all right, man. We'll see you guys in the next Two Guys Garage podcast.
1: Take care, everybody. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.